0: Our lives are chaotic, and so many things are pulling us away from what is important in life. If we are going to pursue deeper connections with God, meaningful relationships with friends and family, and opportunities to help and serve others, we are going to have to focus. We will need to minimize distractions, quiet the noise, and slow down. It is time for us focus. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a great New Year's meal. I know in the Morgan family, we have a tradition where we try to eat a nice meal normally, including ham and corn casserole and black eyed peas and hog jaws. And we just try as a family to we try to eat together. Uh, It's also a day that I watch football and we take down our Christmas decorations. Uh, It's a day that we just uh, start looking forward to 2022 and it's a time that we tend to make New Year's resolutions or goals. And you may not be aware of this, but normally by the end of January, 40% of people have already given up on their New Year's resolutions. By Valentine's Day, 80% of the people have given up uh, on their New Year's resolutions or their goals that they've made. They may have their nice little workout outfit, uh, but they uh, quit using it already by Valentine's Day. They may have the gym membership, but they're, they're not going. Basically, it makes you feel good to pay for that gym membership, but most people, they, they stop going by Valentine's Day. Actually, most people, only, uh, only 8% of people keep their New, new Year's resolutions uh, by the end of the year. And I think there's probably a lot of reasons for that, but I think one of the reasons is that we get distracted. We make these goals, we make these things that we want to accomplish, these changes in our life, but we get distracted. There's an old fable of a hungry tiger that he goes chasing after a deer. He picks up the scent and he's going chasing after it. And then he picks up the scent of a bunny rabbit. And so he starts chasing after the bunny rabbit. And then he picks up the scent of a, of a mouse and, and he stops chasing the bunny rabbit and starts chasing the mouse. And the mouse runs into a hole and And he sits there at the hole looking at it and and realizing that he started off the day hungry and he's ending the day even a little bit more hungry. I I think this fable illustrates how many people spend their lives uh, distracted with this or that. And at the end of the day, they've accomplished little. Would you agree that we have all kinds of distractions in our world? We have all kinds of interruptions. I read, once that, uh, read in a study that we get interrupted every three minutes. Now, I want you to think about some of the things that interrupt your life, some of the things that are a distraction to you. Uh, I was thinking about when we drive, how many distractions that we have. We have distractions from bad drivers. We get distracted by our phones. Uh, I've seen people when they're driving, uh, they're putting on their makeup or they're eating meals and they got music going on. Well, we see distraction or people being distracted while they're driving all the time, and, and many times it means that they're driving not in a good way. And, and sometimes we're even guilty with this. But in life, we're distracted by our phone. We get alerts, and we get uh, texts, and we get phone calls. Well, we're distracted uh, by our pets. I know my boxer, anytime I'm sitting down on the couch working. Uh, she decides she's going to put her head right there in, in my lap and she's going to say, You need to pet me. You need to give me attention right now. And so, uh, of course, it's a distraction. It's an interruption. It's a good one, but at the same time, it is a distraction. Sometimes we have people in our life, our kids, uh, relatives, uh, our coworkers that distract us, that interrupt us. Uh, sometimes noise interrupts us. We're trying to concentrate and we hear loud noise. Uh, Sometimes we can uh, get distracted by the past. We think about the good old days and we wish everything was just like that and and we're we're focused on the past and not thinking about how God's working in our life in the present. Or we're stuck in the past about uh, some of the choices that we made and we have regret and we have shame and and we're stuck there. Uh, Sometimes we get distracted by our worry. We're consumed about what might happen and and we uh, end up having sleepless nights and we end up stewing on it. Uh, Sometimes... And we just uh, just going through life, we just get bombarded with all of these things. that's trying to grab our attention, whether it be commercials. And we have these distractions. We have these things that are trying to pull us away, even in our service. Even as you're watching right now, there's probably some distractions that you have. It might be too hot or too cold wherever you're watching. You might be hungry. You might be tired. Your mind might be wondering about the things that you need to do this week. You might be wondering, well, why are you wearing this shirt? There's all kinds of things that distract you, all kinds of things that run through your mind that that keeps you from being focused. Now, I want you to turn to your neighbor right now, and I want you to turn to them and say, stay focused. Say, stay focused. I I think that in, in life, we really have a difficult time at staying focused. We are so easily distracted. You may not be aware of this, but the word distracted is derived from a Latin word that was formed in the 1590s, and it means pulling apart, separating, and drawing the mind in different directions. Now, let me say that again. The word distraction means pulling apart, separating, drawing the mind in different directions. Isn't that so true? Our distractions, they pull our mind in a lot of different ways. Do you realize that your spiritual enemy and every force in hell is trying to distract you from the things that matter the most? Our enemy, every demonic force, wants to pull apart, to divide your mind, to discourage your soul, to disengage your faith, to distract you from the things that matter most. I love what Craig Rochelle said. He said, the devil doesn't need to destroy you if he can distract you. The devil doesn't need to destroy you if he can distract you. Our theme this year at Castle Hills Christian Church is focus, and you're going to hear us talking throughout the year about having a focused life, of letting go of distractions, of letting go of those things that destroy us, to focus on the most important things in life. In Luke chapter 10, we're going to see a powerful story that encourages us to stay focused on what matters most. And there's these two sisters, Mary and Martha, and they're hosting a dinner party and they have Jesus coming over. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Luke chapter 10. We're going to start at verse 38. It says, and Jesus and his disciples were on their their way and he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was what? Martha was distracted, there's our word, by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Now, notice Martha was what? She was distracted. And now I get where Martha's coming from, because if Jesus was coming to my house, I would be distracted as well. I mean, Martha's trying to make sure the enchiladas taste perfectly. She's, she's working on the rice and the beans. She's got the sweet tea going and making sure that Jesus has plenty of sweet tea to drink or we'll probably actually wine during that time. And she's making sure that uh, she pulled out the china for, uh, for uh, the food to be on. And, and if it's like my house, my china is pretty dusty because we don't use it very often. I know we have this, the, these fancy, this fancy china, but, but uh, honestly, we only maybe use it once a year or once every few years, why well, I picture her getting it out and making sure it's in good condition. And, and so she's got the meal going on. She's, she's making sure the tea is, that Jesus has plenty of tea. She's making sure the house is clean. She's dusting and she's cleaning and she's vacuuming. I mean, she's making sure the bathroom is clean, making sure the toilet paper matches the shower curtain. I, I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, that's my wife's department. She's really good with making sure that everything looks good. But, but Martha's running around and, and trying to make sure that everything is just perfect because Jesus is at her house. And, and what we see is that she's distracted. She wants the perfect environment for Jesus. And she comes to Jesus and she says, Lord, don't you care that my lazy, no good sister, that's, that's my words, uh, that, that she's not helping? I mean, she, she's, not, she's not doing her part. Now, every family probably has that lazy family member, right? Every family probably has that lazy family member. You know, the, the family member that loves to go to the meals, and, and take the leftovers, but they never bring any food. And that, that person that they, they do the least amount possible for the family events. Now, if you don't know who that person is, that might be you. Just, just kind of a heads up, okay? but we see Mary, she's sitting at Jesus' feet and Martha's running around and she's doing all of these things. And I think often Martha gets a bad rap because, because Martha is the person, if you want to get something done, that's Martha. She's going to get things done. If people want to eat, you need Martha. If it was left up to Mary, we might all be eating Vianna sausage. Martha's the person that's going to pay the bill. She's going to get things done. We want Martha's running the world. For Mary's running the world, things would be quite a bit different. Yet, we see in verses 41 and 42, and if you're a Martha here, I think we all need this reminder, is that Jesus, in a loving way, encourages her to, encourages and reminds her of something very, very important. And for all of you Marthas out here, I think that you need to hear this. Verse 41 and 42, I want to read it again. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, and the Martha's of the world that's that often happens. We get worried and we think about all of the things that need to be done, and we're running around, but few things are needed uh, or only or, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her what, what's interesting to me is what Martha was doing what or what she wasn't doing was Uh, bad or wrong. She wasn't doing anything bad or wrong. I I want you to clearly see that. She wasn't doing something bad or wrong. Uh, She was actually doing something good, but she wasn't doing what was best. She was doing something good, but she wasn't doing what was best. We have to recognize that so often the most difficult choices aren't between good and bad, but between uh, good and best. If Satan can't get you to sin, then he'll distract you from the things that will make that will, he'll distract you from the things that will make an eternal difference. And so we know that Satan is alive and well and he wants to distract us. And if he can't get you to sin, then he's going to try to distract you from doing the things that will make an eternal difference. So how can we, with the help of God, choose what's best? How can we live a focused life? I want to just give you a few quick ways. First of all, begin the day with God. Begin the day with God. Spend time in God's Word. In John chapter 15, which I'm going to tell you this year, our church, we're going to be spending, uh, spending a lot of time studying uh, the book of John. We're also going to be looking at 1 John, and we're going to be looking into uh, Revelation some, but we're going to spend a lot of time uh, in the book of John. But in John 15, we're going to see this word abide over and over or remain. We're going to see it about 10 times in John 15 that we are to abide in Christ, that we are to remain in Christ. Well, if we want to remain in Christ, if we want to have a focused life, we need to start off the day with God by reading his word, by praying, by uh, worshiping him in whatever form or fashion that you like, maybe journaling. But we want to spend the day and I, and I can or begin the day uh, by studying his word. And, and I can tell you when I do this, I, have a, I live a much more focused life. When I neglect this, then I tend to wonder. I tend to get more distracted. Secondly, let me encourage you to limit the distractions. Limit the distractions. Identify where you're wasting time at in your life. Identify, find those places that you're wasting time at. Uh, be aware of this, that most people, the average person, cannot go 10 minutes without checking their phone. We're addicted to our phone and that has become a distraction, and we need to be aware of that. And so for some of you, you need to put some limits on your technology. You need to put do not disturb on your phone when you're trying to be uh, focused on certain things. On social media, it can be a real distraction for us. It's something that many of us need to limit. Do you realize that the average person spends two hours a day on social media? Now, if you're young, that could be seven years of your life. Do you really wanna look back and say, you spent seven years of your life on social media? For some of you, maybe you need to delete an app. For some of you, maybe uh, limiting distractions means uh, you need to limit some of your friends. Some of your friends are, are a distraction. Some of, you, some of them are leading you down a, down, or down a bad path. And so I want you to spend some time thinking about who is distracting you in, in life and limit those distractions. Thirdly, I want to encourage you to serve God. In, in our culture, we are encouraged to serve ourselves to be self-focused and to take care of us. But I want to challenge you to serve God instead. Sometimes we can be a slave to our stuff. We can get houses and we can get cars and we can get all of these things. And and next thing you know, we're maintaining all of these things and we're chasing after them instead of actually being focused on God. And sometimes our hobbies uh, can be an obsession. Uh, We can serve them more than God. We can fall in love with them more than God. But as we uh, continue to, to try to have lives that are focused on God, we want to serve Him with our time and our talent and our money. We want to stay focused on Him. When we're serving God, it tends to make me more focused on what's most important in life. And then lastly, I want to encourage you to have margin in life take some time to rest, take a day off, take a vacation, take some time to enjoy a sunrise or a sunset, take a walk, Now just sit there and be still. I can tell you when I don't have put margin in my life, I become cranky and irritable and I'm distracted. And here's an amazing thing that I found is the more that I rest, the more productive I am. And many times we'll say, well, I don't have time to rest. I don't have time to take a day off. And I would say, that it's so vitally important for you to find margin in your life, to take a day off, to rest, that you are going to be much more productive. One of the most spiritual things that you can ever do is to take a day off, to take a vacation. And if God rested, I know that we're not more important than God. If God rested, then we can rest as well. Now, distraction is one of the enemy's greatest tools to derail us as Christians from pursuing God's mission in life. And so as a church, we want to stay focused, not just on the good things, but on the most important things in life. We want to limit our distractions. So let me end with two questions. What else has your attention? What else has your attention? And then what, and what's an area that needs your focus? What's an area that needs your focus? As we look into 2022, what's an area that you really want to focus on? Not just something good, but something that's great.